Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener for May 18th, 2023. We start news in the last 24 hours that you've been talking about with Tyler Fornis continuing on his 2024 NFL Draft Prospect search, his skull search. Yesterday, he's looking at Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers. He repeated that the Vikings have seven draft picks as of now in the 2024 draft. One first, one second, two fourths, two fifths, and a sixth. As for Ewers, he's playing at Texas. He is presently a sophomore. He has a height of six foot three, weight of 225 pounds. He was a five star recruit per 24 7 sports. One of six players to ever receive a perfect 1.0000 per 24-7 sports composite. His stats include a 58.1% completion rate for 2,177 yards, 15 touchdowns and 6 interceptions, 24 rushes, for a negative 52 yards and a negative 2.2 yards per carry and one touchdown. Games that Tyler watched were Alabama in 2022, Oklahoma 2022, Oklahoma State in 2022, and against TCU in 2022. Now, what does Tyler think about this young man? He thinks Quinn Ewers is a highly touted quarterback prospect coming out of Texas who has drawn comparisons to superstar quarterback Patrick Mahomes due to his natural throwing ability and his arm talent. He can throw the ball from multiple angles and has a quick release, making him a versatile and dynamic quarterback. Moreover, Ewers has the ability to extend plays and throw with accuracy on the run, which makes him an ideal candidate for the NFL. However, despite his impressive natural talent, Ewers still has some areas where he needs to improve. One of his weaknesses is his consistency and accuracy, which can be attributed to his tendency to separate his arms from his legs. Now, that's a weird description there, Tyler. But what it actually means is that the whole throwing motion of how you're using your legs to drive and throw, throw the ball or using your arms for power can get out of whack and out of sync, and he can sail the balls. And with that, he has uh, the habit of throwing it high and overhead of his receivers. That's not a good thing, but it's something that could be coached out of him, and he could get better. Another area where Ewers needs to improve is the utilization of a full field read. Quarterbacks at the NFL level should be able to read the full field, not just half of it, not just a section of it. They should be able to read their wide receivers from left to right, right to left, center out, short to long, long to short. That's what is expected of a professional quarterback. But he has the potential, especially with some good coaching, and who knows what happens this year in Texas, especially when he's motivated because he's got the young Manning kid behind him. 
to become a first-round top 10 pick if he makes that jump. And like I said, he's only a sophomore. So he'll be someone we'll want to keep an eye on. The next story came from Judd Zolgad. Good old sports dad wrote about the initial impressions of Jared Hall and cap-saving move and wise decisions at corner. He took a look at Jaron Hall this last weekend at the rookie minicamp, as well as talked about Zadarius Smith being traded away to Cleveland and the signing of free agent Brian Murphy. He thinks TCO is doing a good job, and he looks forward to them picking up even more more this week with OTAs getting underway and on-field practices going full steam. There'll be a lot to see. In the next story, Tyler ranks the best primetime games of 2023. He has Green Bay versus the Vikings week 17 on Sunday Night Football as his number one. I'm not sure I agree. Hopefully, Green Bay will be long out of it by then, and all it will be will be just a nice beatdown by your Vikings over the Packers. His second best is the game against Philly in Week 2, that Thursday night game, that quick turnaround after Week 1. That one's going to be a tough one, and that one I think everybody's going to be watching nationwide. Third one comes to San Francisco 49ers in week seven. It's a Monday nighter. And of course, we know San Francisco is a well-built team. We don't know who's going to be starting quarterback at the time. But we know no matter who it is, it's going to be a tough game and fun to watch. He's got fourth on the list, the Vikings at Denver, a Sunday nighter in November. He thinks that Denver's going to be halfway decent, and that should be a good game. Hopefully that one's going to be like the Week 17 game, where it's not quite so good, but we look forward to it, and we look forward to beating Sean Payton, even if he is on the Broncos now. And then lastly, he has the fifth one being the Chicago Bears at the Vikings, the Monday Nighter. Well, this very one may be a good game. We'll have to wait and find out and see how the Bears are doing this season. Any division game is always tough, especially for some reason with the Bears. I'm going to take a quick break and refresh my coffee. I'll be right back with the rest of the news of the last 24 hours. And we're back. It was announced yesterday that Keenan McCardell and Matt Daniels are to participate in the NFL Coach Accelerator Program. Tyler reported this, and I saw it elsewhere as well. The Coach Accelerator Program aims to increase exposure between owners and executives and diverse coaching talent. The whole idea is to give these people more opportunities, and it's a good deal. It spreads the wealth across the NFL as people learn actually how good these coaches are, no matter what color of skin. But it is 
an effort to increase diversity, which is always a good thing. They are two very, very good coaches, and I'm glad that they're in the program. Tyler also yesterday looked at Kirk Cousins' record against all of the 14 opponents we're playing in 2023. Now, you can go, well, you know, it's not just the quarterback that plays those teams, but you know as well as I do, wins get attributed to the quarterback. So let's look at how well Kirk has done over his career against those teams. And there's some interesting numbers there. First off, Tampa Bay. He's got a one and one record, that even. Carolina, he's got a two and two record, dead even. And then we get into winning records, and they'll surprise you. He has winning records against the Philadelphia Eagles, Los Angeles Chargers, Chicago Bears, San Francisco 49ers, Green Bay Packers, Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Detroit Lions. Now, what was nice about that list is all three teams in the division he has winning records against. The only teams he has losing records against are Kansas City, where he's 0-3. Well, Kansas City's been tough in the same time period that Kirk has played. He's only 1-4 against the Atlanta Falcons. That's a head-scratcher. And he's 2-3 against the Saints. That's hard to see, hard to take, but I don't think the Saints are going to be as good as they once were. Well, that's what it was. Oh, missed one. Cincinnati Bengals. He's 0-1-1 against the Bengals. So, that's Kirk Cousins against the opponents we play in 2023 from a historic point of view. Will it help him this year? Well, you know, especially will on the winning side if he keeps winning. <laughs> of course. Hopping over to Daily Norseman. Friend of mine and friend of the show, Warren Ludford, wrote a piece on how the Vikings could have over $20 million in cap space soon. How will they use it, he asks. Well, the whole theory is, to get to that $20 million range, part of it was the Zadarius Smith trade, which freed up a chunk of money. And the second part will be the Dalvin Cook trade or release to free up the rest. The question is, how will the Vikings use it? Will they go after a free agent, veteran free agent, say cornerback or somewhere else that could be of need on the team? Or will they be taking care of business? And by that, we've talked about this before. There are some extensions that are coming due. TJ Hawkinson is one of them. We know that we want to take care of Justin Jefferson, preferably sooner than later. We can wait, but we'd, like you said, if you do it sooner, you'll probably get it at a cheaper price than waiting to the last minute. And then there's Daniil Hunter. 
Daniil Hunter, as we all know, only gets $5.5 million in new money this year, and he's not going to play for that. He wants to be pl- paid closer to what he actually, you know, a top 10 defensive end slash edge rusher should be paid. So they're going to have to do something to make Daniil happy. Hopefully it's about a three-year extension, three or four take him throughout his entire career, and then they, you know, bring some money forward to make him happy this year, put some money out, and it's good to go. Then there's a couple other extensions that might have to happen. If they wish to extend Kirk Cousins after this season, they'll need to find a little extra money. And then, of course, Christian Derisaw will be due after that. So that's an awful lot of money. That's going to come up in the next two years, and that twenty million ish available will go a long way to you know putting a dent in some of that. We'll have to see. Now they won't spend it all on that because they want to keep some back for the rainy day funds. So if you know the entire offensive line gets injured, they can at least go out and sign some players, like happened in two thousand sixteen. Well, that was a good one, Warren. I always like reading your work. Then the last story of the day I wanted to highlight was that Christopher Gates from Daily Norseman reported that the Vikings landed two players on the Pro Football Focus Top 25 Under 25 list. We used to have more, but Mr. O'Neill moved off because he's now over 25. The two are Justin Jefferson coming in at number two on the PFF's list and Christian Derisaw coming in at number 15. Hopefully, after this 2023 season, we can add a few more. Maybe an Asamoah, Booth, or Evans. Some of the young studs that were drafted last year or this year by Kwesi. Who knows? We'll have to find out. Well, that's what your friends and ours have been talking about in the last 24 hours around Vikings land. This has been Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings daily opener for March 18th, 2023. This is Dave saying, hope you're safe, hope you're sound, enjoying life, and everything is grand. And what do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.